Welcome to Brightcast. Thank you for downloading. My name is Katie Carty Hiley of RainbowBright.net. And I am Renee Stowe of RainbowBright.co. Welcome to a very special, special episode of Brightcast. Yay! This episode, we are going to be interviewing uh, our very, very special friend of the cast, Mr. Kenneth Mogan. Hi! Hello, my friends. <laughs> Kenneth! All right, so before we get to our main feature for this episode, we're going to go over some few um, bits of news that have happened in Rainbow Land this past week. Uh, first and foremost was the release of the Shy Violet Itty Bitty. Yay! Woo-hoo. Who all got one? <laughs> Me. 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 Actually, my I'm of course we I'm still waiting in the mail, but me. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll take a day or two for them to start. Well, I know one fan got hers in the mail already, but yeah, it'll be soon, I'm sure. But for those who want to know more about the itty bitty and hasn't or haven't received their itty bitty yet, you can always check RainbowBright.net's YouTube channel where she showed off her uh, exclusive uh, a couple days ago. Yes! And we should mention that this super popular limited edition online only itty bitty sold out in two and a half days. Woo! I was very happy with the fan community that they supported it. it. Not like I didn't think they would. Like, I knew they would. I knew she would sell out in no time. But still, it makes me proud that they are still collecting just as vehemently as we are. <laughs> like, nobody has yes. given up on this line yet. We're all like, yes, please, more, more. <laughs> now, the one thing that's got me curious is why did they decide to release Shy by herself? Good question. Don't Very good know. Question. And surely they're still going to release the others that we don't have yet, which yep. are Lala Orange, Canary Yellow, and Spark. Just those three, right? Making sure I'm not forgetting anyone. Yeah, I think that's pretty sure. So, like, Spark and Canary would make a good two pack, but then is Lala just going to be by herself too? I don't know. I and not. this one was—I know. I kind of, but I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen a three pack. But then again. It's Rainbow Bright. They can break the rules. It's their product. Make a three-pack if you want to, Hallmark. We'll buy it. Um, but what was interesting, too, about this particular itty-bitty was that she was different than the other color kids we've gotten so far. Because her belt was not embroidered. It was just printed on the fabric. And she did not have any socks above her sparkly base. So she's going to look a little different than all the rest in this line. Not like vastly different it's not like she won't fit in but she's she's gonna look a little a little odd um if you look really closely so i'm also kind of hoping they're going to re-release her at some point in the more classic style with all the embroidery like the rest of the kids have and maybe that white stripe of sock like the prototype image on the hallmark website showed because the the original image they put up did have an embroidered belt then all of a sudden i got her and i'm like wait a minute Where's this embroidery? And then all of a sudden the images changed. <laughs> all the ones with embroidered belts got taken down and were replaced with images of what we actually got, which are the non-embroidered ones. So 
Overall, yeah. I'm extremely happy to get Shy. Shy is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I love that by now, I think it's kind of obvious who our favorites are. <laughs> it's like, no, you like Shy Violet? Definitely not. <laughs> Back on the old forums, every time I picked an icon, I was always shy. <laughs> <laughs> And now you've got That's your own tiny cool. little shy that you can take with you everywhere you go. See, but I'm I'm scared because I hope that they release my favorites. So I'm nervous. Which are? Moonglow and Stormy. <laughs> yeah. That so needs I to really happen. want, yeah, I really want a double pack of Moonglow and Stormy just so we can also get a Night Sprite. Because I adore <gasps> Night Sprite. Tots. You know what would be funny? <laughs> See, these are plushies, so it, it really wouldn't work. But you know with action figures, sometimes they'll make like a transparent version. It'll be like a ghost Ooh. or whatever. Oh, I love but those. you know how Moonglow can turn invisible? Like they could make a transparent. Within well, anybody, you couldn't do be it cool. because, you know. It's stuffed, but some kind of transparent Moonglow figurine would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be awesome. But I also want Tickle Pink, and oh my god, we could go on all day of the list of characters we also want in anybody form. Yeah. <laughs> but we must I at agree. least get the rest of the color kids and sprites. Yes. Um, and yeah. obviously, you know, she sold out in two and a half days, so... There's no reason why they wouldn't, I don't think. She's obviously still very popular. The whole entire line is still very popular. Um, they've still got all of the itty-bitties and large dolls that they released, you know, end of last year and early this year. It's still available on their website. So they're obviously still selling. Um, yeah. And, like, the store, you know, my local stores that I go to, they're always getting more in. So obviously they're replacing stock that is being sold. And obviously at this point, it would you, we've come too far to stop now. I mean, we've got almost all of the original color kids except for two. Yeah. To, to yeah. stop now would just be heartbreaking. And I really feel uh, bad for the people over, you know, 800 who wanted Shy and couldn't get her. Well, they cannot blame me because I was posting all over the place in all the places. Like, guys, it's coming Monday. Be ready. <laughs> Remember, she's coming Monday. Monday. You know, June 6th, that <laughs> Monday. Monday. Be on your computers. I was like, put it on your calendar. Here's the direct link. And I posted it Monday and I posted it Tuesday. <laughs> posted again today. I was like, hey, hey, guess what? She's not going to stick around. You should buy her now. So... I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anybody like, oh, I forgot. I missed out. No. Cry me a river. I told you. <laughs> no, I understand and I'm, I'm glad. Like out of town or whatever, but. <laughs> no, I'm so glad that you posted because I literally, the day it came out, I wrote it on my work calendar. So when I got into work on Monday, like, 5.45 in the morning, I went online and I ordered it. And nice. Because I was like, I'm not going to miss out because she is 
an online exclusive. So I wanted to make sure to get it. And I'm really glad I did. (laughs) Yes. And I I know a lot of fans did. I saw a lot of people responding saying, yay, I got her, you know, or saying they got a couple, one for them, one for their kids or whatever. Um, So I really think the majority of people who wanted her did get her. I haven't, I don't think I've seen anybody yet saying, oh, boo-hoo, I missed her. Um, Which, okay, I'm not going to say I have no sympathy, but I don't have a lot because I did my best to make sure everybody knew about it. (laughs) The only one... Well, but how great is it to know? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I I actually did get one person post to my my personal page because I posted a picture today of my hair and uh, next to shy, the shy violet itty bitty and uh, someone said oh she sold out and i'm sitting here going i promoted it everywhere except my personal page <laughs> i even promoted it on my personal page so uh... she's a friend of mine no excuse <laughs> <laughs> i i just it's so comforting to know that that it did sell out though i mean it's it's great that hallmark cannot keep these on the shelves it, it gives me yes. hope for, for future stuff because, and it, it goes into kind of, it's the classic look because I feel like all the other stuff, they couldn't get them off of the shelves, the other mm-hmm. redesigns that were released. And now that they've gone back to classic, it's like they can't produce it fast enough. And it's so wonderful. Very exciting. Yeah. Now, Super encouraging. I was mm-hmm. a little bit um, on the fence regarding the feel-in show. I mean, the characters that they did appeared a lot like the original classic characters. I mean, you could take those characters and just chibi them, and they would yeah. they would be the original characters. Everyone except for Shy, really. Uh, Shy really did not look like herself in the in the feel-in episodes, but yeah. Uh, I I did believe that 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 had a lot of potential. Um, I don't know what they're going to be doing with that, but um, the classic Rainbow Bright has definitely stood the test of time. Here it is, 30 years later, and she's selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Amen, sister. And Mm -hmm. stupid Han Solo in Carbonite, he's still available (laughs) over a month later. So... Rainbow Bright outsold Star Wars. No, no, no. Shy Violet. Shy Violet. (laughs) Shy Violet. (laughs) Yeah, by number of itty bitties bought per day, yes, Shy Violet sold faster than Star Wars. Um, I think Rainbow Bright, didn't she sell out in like a day? The first couple of days he was available, he sold pretty fast. But then it died down pretty quick. That's, but yeah, I think you're right. I think the original, when the, the special editions came out, I think Rainbow Bright sold out that day, didn't she? So yeah, that sale did not go quite as planned. Uh, they had announced, at least to the fans, that it was going to be coming out on a Monday, and then it showed up online available, like you could add it to your cart and buy it on Thursday of the week before. And so people started buying them, obviously. And 
they let they allowed them to stay on the website. I believe it was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So there were three days of Rainbow Bright fans buying up these things. And again, there were only 500 of each. And there were no limits as to how many a person could buy at a time. So I think either Saturday or Sunday, they took them down. And we weren't sure if they had sold out or if they were just taking a break or whatever. Um, but then Monday morning, after they sent out an email that was probably already scheduled to go out to all of their email subscribers that said, hey, there's these limited edition Rainbow Bright Itty Bitties available today. You should buy them. Um, at that point, they went back up on sale. So I think they held some back just so they'd have some available on Monday for like the general public that didn't know about them yet. Uh, but once that email went out, I think they were gone within like an hour. Yeah, they everyone was no so upset. There were people on Instagram saying, I just got this email and they're already gone. Yes. So that was That's a crazy. bit of poor planning all over the place. So I was glad none of, nothing like that happened this time around. And they did impose a limit. You could only purchase five at a time. So I think that helped her not sell out quite so fast. They made a, a bit more than 500. It was only about 800, so still not a ton, but more than 500. Um, and yeah, obviously it took two and a half days for her to sell out, not an hour. So, but I guess technically you could say the ones from last summer sold out in maybe the equivalent of three and a half days, but it was more characters, yeah. you know, there's five total itty bitties. Um, so that makes sense. But yes, the fact that they're still selling out this quickly a year later, I think that bodes quite well for the line. And I really, really hope it continues. Me too. Were there any other uh, merchandise happenings uh, since our last episode? Uh, yes, there were also the seven new Rainbow Bright greeting cards that have started showing up in stores. And not all stores are getting all the cards. And some stores don't have any yet. So if you go to your store and they don't have any of the Rainbow Bright cards yet, I also have a review video about all seven up on my YouTube channel. That's rainbowbright.net or just rainbowbrightnet on YouTube. Um, and in the description of that video, like the notes below that you can extend, I've got the UPC numbers and the card numbers of every single one of those seven cards. So if you give those numbers to your local Hallmark store, they can order them for you because they're not available on the website, at least yet. I don't know if they're going to be or not, um, but I could not wait. Obviously, as soon as I found out about them, I'm like, what, what, where, huh? How many? <laughs> now, because these uh, majority of these are special, meaning they aren't just a card, like you have sticker cards, you have coloring cards uh, does that um alter the price any what is it what do the cards usually go for um only one of them is more expensive than the other six and that is the one with the kind of holographic stickers the one that's in the newer style or the i don't know if newer is the word but the one that peter martin illustrated so it's a different take on rainbow bright it's not the classic artwork that one is 3.99 but all of the other six cards are 2.99 per card now that's actually good because the uh, a lot of people who didn't see the 2009 birthday card they people were trying to sell it for like over $5 a piece on amazon and what? Uh, wow. on different sites and that was the one that people really did not enjoy but they were trying to sell it for five bucks pop gotcha 
yeah, these are very reasonably priced and they're they're nice big cards. They're not like these tiny Yeah, no, they're you know, they're what you would expect in a greeting card, like a birthday card or an all occasion card at Hallmark. They are big, the colors are super bright, some of them have glitter, some have stickers, some have like mazes and then it's... coloring pages. Yeah, they're great. I uh I actually got um some a greeting card when I was a kid. Um, and the f- cover was very glossy. Are the new cards glossy or are they more of a matte finish? They are more of a matte except for that three ninety nine one. So the one that's in the new style, that one is glossy. But now that you mention it, hold on, where did I put them? I'm, they were I'm, just I have a couple here. of them. They are, they are matte. Well, the, the glittery one has a, a bit of a different texture, but but they're, I mean, they're sturdy. They feel really well made good yes and i hope they make even more because we can't get enough (laughs) yes when i went i went in to buy them the woman i just picked them all up they only had four and she's like oh you don't want any envelopes for them you're to send them and i'm like oh no i'm keeping them for myself (laughs) she's like oh and i'm like i'm a big rainbow bright fan She's like, I guess. Did you, do you want the big itty bitty? And I'm like, I would love it, but no, thank you. <laughs> she just kind of went, oh, okay, nerd. <laughs> nerd and proud. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and like, I like the Peter Martin style one, but I am really, really happy that the other six are the vintage artwork and like literally yes. most of them look like they could have come out of the 80s like there are two or three that yes. I'm like okay yeah this I could tell is a little is a little newer it reminds me more of like the 2003 2004 artwork and beyond but some of them absolutely look straight out of the 80s it's great well it's funny that they have they kept the 2009 logo on the back I thought that was that was yeah different. very I was <laughs> like what Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it, they do have the '80s feel. It's it's kind of cool. I the only one that I I couldn't get the the Peter Martin one, which I do want to get because I I like those. I want those stickers. Um, yes, but it is there. I love them. I'm I'm very excited that they're and the way that that the store had them where I went to. They were all. I mean, all of Rainbow Bright was displayed right near the door. Um, huge display. And they have the cards with that display. Sorry, can you hear me? My phone cut out. Yes. <laughs> but oh. it was a huge display oh. and very, very wonderful. And, so it, and did it, it have very green cool cards to... right there? It did. It had all of the books and then right below that, the greeting cards and all around it were the, the itty bitties and the, the other dolls. And, and it was a huge display. And the woman made sure to mention that, you know, there's, there's other stuff coming and, and she's doing really well, which makes me very excited. Like she knew I was a fan. I didn't tell her how involved <laughs> a fan I was, <laughs> but, um, but no, it's, it's quite nice to see that. And my homework, it's just a tiny little store, but it's, it was very, very much geared towards Rainbow Bright. And I was very excited. Yeah, my roommate went to a mall here in Florida near Orlando, and they don't have a Hallmark store. They have a Hallmark kiosk, 
And oh, how funny. They had uh, Rainbow Bright in a section, including the Jumbo Itty Bitty. Nice. Cute. That is super duper awesome. I cannot wait to see what comes out next. So <laughs> what is coming out next? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> is this where we get to the, the main part of the episode? Is this where we go into well, Kenny's information, or what are we doing next? We could we could yeah. do that. I mean, it's not necessarily about product information, but it's definitely very interesting information <laughs> that's going to make all of us squee our pants off. I am certain. So yeah, <laughs> Kenny, why don't well, you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to? Yay, lots, um, <laughs> lots and lots. <laughs> so I have a blog. And I have come to, to find that having that has given me a lot more access to things, which for me is fantastic as a fan. Um, and I did a piece, one of the very first pieces I did was for the 30th anniversary of Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer. Did a little interview with Bettina, who's always been fabulous. And um, it got Hallmark's attention, which was wonderful. And of course, for me, it was a big you know, squee moment. I was like, oh my goodness, Hallmark, you know, they've read my stuff. They like it. They were super impressed and were kind of shocked that I had gotten to do an interview with Bettina. And I was like, oh, please, I've known her for years. <laughs> she's, she's super fun. <laughs> like, she's awesome. So I then had the idea. I wanted to do a kind of all-encompassing history of the property, starting from concept to all of the reinventions to today, what's going on. And previously, Hallmark has been very, very secretive of Rainbow Bright and everything they've had. And, and it's almost been like, you know, trying to get into Fort Knox or out of Fort Knox, however you say it, because they're so guarded with what they have. But I was dealing with this wonder, wonderful publicity woman, our PR woman named Christy Ernstein, who opened up a lot of doors and was very, very helpful, which was great. And so when I got the okay to do this, this interview, I started reaching out to everyone from Robbie Lee, who was the voice of Twink, to Jim Megan, who produced the records, to the songwriters, to the other actors, to just anyone and everyone I could, including um, the uh, Jean Chalop, and I probably butchered that name, um, who executive produced and wrote the, the film. And all these people, because I just put a link to my blog, immediately got me back and were super into being interviewed and helping with whatever they could. And then Christy left Hallmark. <laughs> so yes, it kind of put her. a stop. <laughs> miss her so much. And I kind of had to start over for a second. Um, and I was really nervous that they were going to think that I was just kind of some weirdo fan that was just wanting to get stuff. And I started dealing with this other woman who, again, like Christy, was super, super helpful and found all of the information that I had asked for and that I was, I was permitted to. And so sent me a bunch of stuff to kind of move forward. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a little something so we can kind of go over it because I really want to hear 
reactions. Um, I'm really excited. They sent me some really interesting things as far as um, Rainbow Bright's concerned, including one of the very, very first designs for Wisp and Twink, which we saw on Facebook, one of Gigi's creations. From what I've gathered, that was not the first. That was not the really? first. Yeah, so they sent me the very first um, Rainbow Bright and Twink, and which I'm just going to send you on Facebook so that we can kind of put them up, I guess, in the if you do like the, the video thing. So I just sent them. And oh my God. <laughs> is she not she the cutest little thing? Adorable. She's this wow. little girl, this little pink. Yeah, super, super adorable. Um, and so I was like, oh my goodness, like this was the first the first design of Wisp. Um, when I think that was still gonna be her name. And the first the first time we saw Twink. And which I thought was super, super cute. I was like, oh my goodness, this is one of the prettiest things I've ever seen. Like I just fell in love with that design. Yeah. And then <laughs> they sent me, let's see here. They also sent me an image of the first time that they, when they first went to Mattel, they, they proposed Rainbow Bright as a, a spacewalker. She could walk through space. So they designed her with a space helmet and also had to design pro a prototype doll. And what they told me, <laughs> she's so, so Sorry, they, these pictures as you're talking. <laughs> they're super cute. You can see them too, right, Renee? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Um, so they, the people at Hallmark had to create the prototype themselves. And a lot of people on the team had to learn how to sew in order to do it. So they sent that to, to Mattel and they were kind of like, okay, well, it's cute. The design is cute, but the original had her in a space helmet with pigtails coming out, kind of looking like Harriet from Small Wonder. And they said, <laughs> let's, let's get rid of that. And so they got rid of that and they put her in um, the ponytail and the moon boots that we know her as today. And then they sent me some of the pictures that we had, that they had put on the, the Facebook, some of the, they were higher res versions of the original Starlight where Starlight was um, a brown horse with pink hair and, um, the uh, there's one I think one image that they sent me from the film that they haven't put up yet which was Rainbow's Race with Stormy which was super super cute and I will I will send that as well like it was it was super adorable some of the stuff that they they sent and then so I'm gonna send that real quick I'm sorry, my computer is not liking me at the moment. <laughs> it's deciding to to fight me, which computers tend to do with me because I am not a um, computer person. <laughs> oh, I'm really bad. 
Um, I'm really bad with um, computers. So they had sent me the Sky Dancer. They sent me the the float. Um, and they sent me, where is it? The sketch from the the poster, the Rick Ritter sketch. And then they sent me this stormy um, race, which is from the film, which is super, super cute. Super excited about that because that's nice. one of my most favorite parts of the series. Well, then they dropped a bombshell on me and they sent me a design for two never released, never talked about, never mentioned, never went beyond the design stage for a set of neon color kids. What? And yeah, they designed neon color kids. And <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, my God. she's, yeah, I'm like, she is going to regret sending this to me because this opens me up to a million more questions. And they are, <laughs> without a doubt, the cutest little things. And it's telling me that my picture is too large. So one second. Um, okay. They are the most <laughs> adorable things that you will ever see. What in the world? I know. <laughs> now, did these they have not names? They didn't give me any names. I've asked for them. Um, I'm hoping okay. that they're going to give me give me some some of the names, and I'm trying to see if I can get if there were others. But but no, they were the designs of them were so neat. Um, and the one on the the left, I'm I'm assuming it's a female. It might be a, a boy. I'm not sure. It looks like a, a a girl. But then the one on the the right is she kind of looks like a cross between a moon dreamer and a color kid. And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> These are adorable. <laughs> I I have to I have to know, know more about these these characters, and so they sent me those, and that was like the it. They're like, okay, well here you go. No real descriptions other than here's two designs from two never before seen young color kids, and I was like, what? oh my gosh. I'm like, wait, what? I need more. And so, so I've I've written back to them. The article is is finished. It's going to be going up on the blog, which I'll give you a link to. It, it'll hopefully be within the next couple of days. Um, I wrote to them and asked for a couple more character designs of like Stormy and Moonglow and Tickled Pink with the designs that we've seen, just higher resolution, um, so I can add mm-hmm. them. Because I what I've done is I've done two images. One of them that is um, Gigi Santiago's first designs of rainbow and and all seven seven kids eight including tickled pink and then the the final renderings to what they look like and i asked for stormy and moonglow just to see if if there was any real difference and when they came into it and um i also so that was from from hallmark from them directly and, and like i said they have been super wonderful with with letting me do this and and the article was originally just going to be this short little, like, well, I guess originally I wanted to do separate pieces that went over the creation and then into the dolls and, you know, kind of 
split everything up into sections. And so when I reached for, um, when I talked to Jim, um, Megan, who did the, the albums, she produced the albums. I did find out that the songs of paint a rainbow and rainbow land that we heard on the story tapes were demos. They were demos that they had done. They weren't, they were not meant to be commercially released, commercially released at all. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, I think Renee had figured that out a few years ago. Cause she listened to those and compared them to the ones on the record. And we're like, wait a minute, these are a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, so we have that confirmed now. Awesome. Said, yep. Confirmed that they were demos and they were, everyone that was involved was like, why did they release them? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> which, which it was great. And he was, cause he had, he didn't know that they had released them on, on the story tapes. So he was like, where did you get these? And I'm like, Oh, they were on the records. <laughs> he was like, Oh, well, <laughs> and, and there are, um, as far as they remember, there are, I think two or three songs. There might be more, might be less that were recorded, but never released. I'm trying to what? see if it's possible to get a hold of them. Um, everyone I've talked to said they're not sure. I do know that Michael Silvershire said that every song that they wrote, well, the song that they wrote did end up on the album, um, at least mm-hmm. that they had written. So there might be another couple out there that didn't make it on. I think, I think if I remember correctly, Jim said that there might have been one or two that, that didn't make it. So everyone's trying to see if, if they have them anywhere. Um, Cause I, I'm trying to, what I would like to do is if I can, I, if I can get more, I'm going to do another post kind of like a retro record day that goes into the, the records because Michael did the voice of Twink instead of Robbie Lee, who was the voice of Twink and all the mm-hmm. other product projects and these other songs and, um, Lois Blaise uh, or Blotch, I don't remember how to say the last name, who had written Rainbow Land, also wrote Tiffany's Could Have Been, who I have followed for years and actually got to meet Lois at a Tiffany concert. And it was super funny because everyone was going up to her, talking to her about Could Have Been. And here I walk up to her in a rainbow bright t-shirt and <laughs> she just kind of <laughs> smiles at me. And I'm like, I have to tell you, I loved this song. And, and she was very sweet and wrote me a, a cute little memory about how she was pitched the song from Disney. And they basically said that if there was ever a song that she wanted to write for her child, she should do it. And then they wanted her to sing it, which she thought was one of the sweetest things that she was ever told in the music industry. And according to her website, the Paint a Rainbow album actually was certified gold, which... Wow. is interesting yeah because i know that when the gem and the holograms dolls were released those songs actually went triple platinum and so to find out that rainbow bright went gold is really interesting i'm still trying to to verify to get more information um mm-hmm. but i've discovered so much stuff and i'm gonna be talking with with um john here within the next two weeks about about stuff on the film and I had a lunch with Robbie Lee who was everything 
you could have ever wanted her to be. She was just the sweetest woman and so kind and so much fun and just loved. Twink was her absolute most favorite thing. And she actually did the Sprite voices for me. (laughs) And I, I did not quite know how to contain myself. I was just (laughs) baffled and excited and it was so cool. And, and so this, it it has been really awesome getting to know her and, and hopefully I'll be doing more interviews with her and, and she loves you guys. She told me to tell you that she sends her love. Um, We love you too, Robbie Lee. You're amazing. (laughs) She's just, she's just super, super sweet. And so with, stuff there is more coming out um that I heard I did get a quote from someone at at Hallmark um he's one of their master artists and he said that Rainbow Bright has been extremely profitable for them for this year and that there will be a lot more product released around the holiday season um they didn't give me exactly what but they said there would be more and that I should contact them in the fall so I can do a follow-up about the new stuff coming out. So they're def- I'm hoping that they're listening to, to all of us with what, what we kind of want. Um, but I, I know, sure I know that there was, yeah, I know that there was stuff that they mentioned in the catalogs as far as, as other things, but they said there's going to be a lot more. They're planning a lot more for Rainbow Bright. In the holiday season, so I'm I'm anxious to see exactly what that is. I think they have a few surprises up their sleeve, and I'm super super <laughs> super excited. And this, I mean, it's been it's been such a joy to get to work on writing, kind of, I guess, chronicalizing the the history of the property, especially with things that people haven't seen or that they didn't know and and it's oh, totally. something that, at least for me, was, oh, it was so much fun. And um, I'm hoping that I can kind of parlay that into something more with them. Because I know that there's a lot of, of things being produced by fans in tandem with companies. L- not necessarily Hallmark, but I know there's some Masters of the Universe ones and there's some Holly Hobby ones mm-hmm. and there's all these other things that are coming out with fan contributions and, and things that they're working with. So I'm hoping that I can kind of go to Hallmark and say, Hey, look, this has all been very profitable. What if we kind of parlay this into something? Cause the 30th anniversary is coming up to some kind of special book or something that we can do. Cause I have tons of interviews and tons of, of stuff written and, you know, so much stuff that when I was talking with, with Robbie Lee, she's like, well, it'd be great because we already all know you. And she's like, she's like, it would just be great to, to work with you and do it, which made me feel really good, of course. Um, so well, yeah, like, you're yeah. awesome. So. <laughs> Thank you. And of course I couldn't do it without, without the two of you, you guys have been so instrumental in helping me find pictures and facts. And I know I, I have bothered Renee over and over again, and you as well. <laughs> With, you guys have <laughs> this, and, and when did this come out, and what, what is this exactly? Because you guys are like the walking encyclopedias 
And it's been <laughs> super, super helpful to me. And I, I can't wait the article as long as I get Hallmark's going to, they're reviewing it right now. So it should come out within the next, um, within the next couple of, of days or, or week, I'm hoping. And, um, but awesome. I told them, I said, I wanted them to review everything and make sure that everything was right. And I did, I did, I, I included the images that I could find, like of the stormy prototype and things and said, if you can get me higher resolutions, it would just look better. Um, yeah. and so what, basically what I asked for was things that are already out there. I didn't necessarily need more things that are not out there, just higher res versions of them. So I can, I can use them and, and put them together. And I'm hoping that if I, like I said, can parlay this into something else, I can find out more about, especially these neon color kids, which are super adorable. And <laughs> I want to know more. That one on um, the left is just like the 80s encompassed in one image she is the 80s (laughs) (laughs) she is and she's so she's so so cute and I'm like I really want to know what her name is what both of their names are because they're super adorable and and I was so I was so excited I'm like I can't share these with you guys yet because I want to hear your reaction (laughs) and so (laughs) So it's, it's, it's been, it's been fun and, and, you know, working with, I've always said the things that I come back to whenever I do anything in my career are either Rainbow Bright, Gem and the Holograms, or Tiffany. And when I went to this concert and she mentioned Lois, I was like, oh, here we go. (laughs) Everything is coming together in one thing (laughs) because... It, it was so funny. And she's really good friends with the woman that was the speaking voice of Jem, who I've gotten to know over the years as well. So it's all of these things encompassing. And Lois, um, I, I didn't walk up to her telling because I do music. And I didn't walk up to her as an artist and say, I want to record a song. I want to do this. And yeah. um, one of the things that she mentioned was possibly helping find a new home for Rainbow Land. So I'm kind of making an official announcement about it, but I'm trying it out. Um, I'm set up with my producer to record a version of Rainbow Land. I'm working on an album. So, yeah. And I'm going to send it to, it all will have to be approved by, like, I'm not going to release it unless Lois likes it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I, I, she mentioned it and so I kind of took that as a I'm gonna run with this and then I'm going to produce something and then as long as she likes it um I'm planning on putting it out at some point um I'm working I kind of am pocketing songs for an album called Sweet Songs of Youth which are songs that I grew up with um you know Rainbow Land the Gummy Bears theme song which coincidentally was also written by the Silvershers and you know a couple other songs that I grew up with that I kind of want to put out this EP that's kind of a reflection of my childhood. And when Lois kind of mentioned it, I was like, you know what? That would be such a fun song because like she mentioned, it's, it's a song that can create a little, let me try that again. It's a song that can be related to by adults because it's all about finding that, that innocent place. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just, all about that and 
And of course, before it'll go out, I'll have to get you and Renee to to review it as well, because I want to make sure that it's something that people like it's going to be. And I got the idea from Renee because I was we were talking about it and I'm like, I don't know how to produce this song because it's for the Rainbow Bright World. It is an iconic song in, in that, you know, fandom and the two versions of it are vastly different. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? Because I don't want to just copy it. And so Renee came up with the idea of it being a very simple kind of piano and, and guitar piece, which I pitched to my producer and he loved. Um, it was funny because we were working on another, another song that's going to go on there. And I kind of threw him Rainbowland, like right in the middle of production on this other song and said, I really love the piano part and I really want to use that. Well, he had thought that I meant using the piano line from Rainbowland mixed into this other song that we were producing. And it took him about two days before he finally said, I can't do that. I can't work that into this song I don't know what you were thinking and I was like oh no 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 I meant as a separate song and he's like oh thank god he's like I thought you were going crazy because <laughs> it's all it's all connected um with stuff from Lois and so it's I'm super ecstatic and you know I I feel super super blessed and lucky that I'm in this whole world and and Robbie's been very very supportive. She she knew I, I'm just getting over being sick. And she called me yesterday because I had told her I was sick. And I had sent her a photo. Um, we are just shot a music video for my single Perfect Love or my song Perfect Love, which will come out here soon. And the director, I had said, I wanted to, Renee, this will make you laugh. Um, I said, I wanted to do something that was kind of like Britney Spears's cover on Rolling Stones. <laughs> I said, I, I want to do a photo like that. And I said, but instead of a Teletubby, I want Lucky. I want the, the Rainbow Bright Sprite. And he kind of looked at me like, what? Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, how, how much have you drank today? And I'm like, I think it'll be fun. And so he's like, okay, well. And so he came up with this idea of kind of like a Where's Waldo and fitting the sprite into different locations where you kind of have to spot him. Like you have to look for him. Nice. He won't be in the the forefront. But I had taken a picture and I, I said it to to Robbie and she's like, she's like, do it. She's like, you know, it's so great that you hold on to that stuff. You know, as an adult, he's, she's like so many people let that go. And she's like the innocence and the, the childlike joy of it is so beneficial to adult life. And she's like, I'm so glad that you've held on to it. And she's like, I have to, I have to see you, you know, some, sometime as far as the music goes. And in my mind, I read it. I'm like, Oh, I'll put her in a music video. <laughs> she's, like, not what, she's like, not what I meant. No. She's like, I want to come. I want to come watch. I'm like, Oh, Okay. But it was, she's, she's such a lovely woman. Um, I think you guys, I don't know if you've talked to her or not. Um, I think you have, right? I have. You have? Okay. She, she's just, oh, I, I can't 
tell you, like when she signed my Twink, she signed an, an image of Twink. Um, oh, you're for talking me. about Robbie Lee. But, Sorry, yeah. I thought you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. We've talked to Robbie Lee. She's amazing. Okay, good. She is. But when she she signed my, I showed her all of the designs, like like the Gigi Santiago designs and all these things, stuff that she had never seen before. And, um, she thought they were all great. And when she signed Twink for me, I literally I felt like I was five years old again. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And I posted the picture on Facebook. And my grandmother called me. And she was like, she's like, so explain to me who Twink was in the Rainbow Bright world. And and I did. And she's like, I just don't know the characters like you do. She's like, I don't think anyone knows the characters like you do. And I laughed. You're probably right. Except there are two, two girls that know it probably just as well, if not better than I do. And, but, but Robbie, she sends her love to you guys. She absolutely adores you. And, um, she's just, she's wonderful. And I, yeah, I'm so excited that because of Rainbow Bright, as an adult, I've made, I've met wonderful friends such as yourselves and, and I've gotten to, to talk with people and think and do things and, you know, things that, you know, I found out really interesting things, you know, as far as I won't print, I'm not going to print this, but um, in my research at the Margaret Carrick Library, which you both have to come to L.A. and we have to go there together and just go over everything because there's so much. They have the scripts and images. And I found out that Howard Cohen and his team were practical jokers. And one day... He, I guess, had stolen one of the artist chairs or something, if I remember from the note that was attached to the paper. But they, in turn, hijacked Rainbow. And what they left him was an image of Rainbow Bright in Princess Leia slave garb. (laughs) And said that he would not get her back. Yeah. He said that they said that he would not get her back until he got this this chair or whatever back. And I have the image. Uh, and it is the weirdest thing you will ever see. And it was one of those things. Um, Robbie laughed so hard. She thought it was hysterical. <laughs> it's but it is the weirdest thing. There's also they drew a picture of um, I guess someone in the, the, the Warner Brothers office had wanted a change that none of them liked. And so they drew him as a screaming Rainbow Bright, which is also hysterical. <laughs> um, so it looked like they had a lot of fun. And I found a very sweet letter to, from Howard to um, other people involved in the cast and crew of the film that because the film did not live up to the expectations that everyone thought it was going to. And he wrote them this letter that basically said, I know the film fell short. We are going forward with eight new episodes. Um, and so he's like, you know, keep your chin up. It's still, there's still a lot of stories to tell. There's a lot more product coming out. And, so it was really kind of sweet to see that. And Robbie talked about Howard, 
just with this glow, she said he was one of the nicest men that she had ever met and just absolutely adored him. And so it's, it, it was those kind of stories that I just, I loved. And, and, you know, she's going to give me a, a picture of her with Twink. She said that he was her favorite character and she's going to give me a picture to put in the article of her and, and Twink when Aww. she was doing the, the voices. So it's, it, it's those kind of stories that was really, that were really cool and being able to read some of the scripts, um, to see the differences and it's, it's just, for me, it's fascinating because I'm a big nerd and I love that kind of stuff. And I wish that I had a longer platform to, cause I have like, I could probably post 10 different, different posts at a thousand words each about all of the stuff that I have found out and, and, you know, stuff that we haven't seen and heard and, and um, I might, now that I mentioned it, I might send the the slave guard image to Hallmark and be like, hey, I know this is not <laughs> generally what you guys would do, but can I post this? Because it's hysterical. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's stuff like that and stuff that I've, that they haven't, they posted a lot of what I found on the Facebook, but there's still a lot. Um, there is an image of a character um sketch of Chris that they haven't posted yet where he's riding onyx that um is not something that they have released to the public yet i did send it to them when they started po- when they were posting images from the film um it's basically saying hey i have this and i did get their permission to share that so that's something i'll send as well, well I, when i got the permission i think i sent it to you guys privately but that's something that'll be in the the image as well. It's one of the the lithographs from the the film set, and there's just there's so much that is still out there. That's just it's it's really interesting. I mean, it was such for a children's series, it was such an intricate world that they created as far as the colors having, you know, different powers and, and the kids being more, you know, Rainbow Bright wasn't just a, a little girl that, you know, laughed and giggled. She had adventures. She did all kinds of really interesting things that, you know, a lot of shows, they just don't do anymore. You don't see a lot of that with children's shows anymore. It's either, you know, the boys get to blow things up or the girls get to be little princesses. And, it was kind of neat to see all of the the stuff that they had them doing. And it's, so yeah, so this, this kind of stuff, like I said, it's, it's super for me. It is nerdy and, you know, it's obviously not something that everyone is going to enjoy. But as far as Rainbow Brighton being such a big fan, it was super fun to to do all this stuff. And I know I've gone on and on and on and have not let you guys talk at all. I'm really sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm sitting here imagining you getting the Princess Leia Rainbow Bright tattooed on your bicep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be... Oh, please, somebody do that, it please. Is, oh, the image. It's so... I'm looking at it right now. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I I will email homework and ask him because I, I don't want to post it without 
their consent just because it does put, yeah it, it's a it's a graphic image of rainbow um you can tell that she's cold it's it's very like wow um but it, it just it I mean it's it was so funny and showing like I said showing Robbie she just laughed she's like oh my goodness she's like that's not something you would ever picture because <laughs> it's Leia's body rainbow's head and it's just the funniest looking thing ever. And you and know that someone out there is going to be doing a cosplay of this. Yes, just because exactly. it's out there now. Exactly. Yep. And and it's just, it's super, I mean, it's fun. It's You can tell that the men and women, especially Howard, had so much fun and put so much heart into... The property, and when I did research, there was the original contracts that showed how much he was paid, and I mean, there was so much information. And from what I gathered, he was not doing it for the money. He loved this property. He loved creating this world and these characters, and and introducing the characters that. Um, Hallmark threw at them, you know, Tickled Pink and Moonglow, and, you know, they just kind of showed up out of nowhere. And, you know, so somewhere there's a backstory, you know, and, and which I'm still searching for, but Howard did his best to, to incorporate all these things. And it was super funny as far as the film goes. Um, I am going to have to do another blog post because there's so much of them. He submitted 10 different ideas as far as the film. When he was told to write a film, he submitted 10 different ideas. Um, some of which were incredibly like Star Wars epic adventures. And, you know, it involved, you know, shadows coming from another world to that were sucking the color out of everything you know, just stories that are very similar to what we got in the film, and one where he he basically said to appease anybody that doesn't want us to do an adventure, I give you the magic school bus. <laughs> it was basically a school bus filled with kids or people from history, like Pocahontas and people like that, that showed up in Rainbow Land, and Rainbow has to figure out how to get them back to where they belong. You know, and it was just oh the way word. that he read it. It was so funny. And it just... It's Bill and Ted's was... Rainbow Adventure. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it reminded me of. And and it was so funny. And that's why I was, I was hoping that, you know, with what Hallmark gave me, they gave me a lot, which I'm very, very grateful for. And I might, you know, have to do kind of something just off to the side that kind of talks about all the other um, things because it has the, the like the character descriptions of Stormy and Tickle Pink and Sunriser and the baby sprites and all these and and Moonglow originally was spelled M-O-O-N-G-L-O and they ran the W with a question mark because they were not sure how they wanted to spell it but when Howard got the paper mm-hmm. it was G-L-O which I know has been great, you know, debate among the fans, but eventually it was changed to um, 
to Moongle. And it and Chris was originally Chris Tall um, as her cousin. He was developed as Rainbow Bright's cousin. And so there was all these things that were super interesting. And he says, you know, Moonglow is adept at warding off Murky Dismal's gloomy planks. Pranks, she can wrap herself in a cloak of evening and not be seen by anyone. So she's good at saving the day or night in the nick of time. And, you know, it's just, it's little things that we didn't get to see. And, and it's super, like I said, for me, super fascinating. And, and when I was kind of given the, okay, to talk about everything a long time ago, I obviously didn't release some of the images, but, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I have all this stuff that I want to talk about and, and, you know, release and with the constraints of the blog, you know, I could do one that's 10,000 words long, but people would probably fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I found out so much information that if you guys have questions as well, I can, if I have it, I'll, I'll tell you the answers that I have. Um, Because there was so, I found, like I said, just pages and pages of information that have been super helpful. Oh, I'm sure we could come up with 10,000 questions <laughs> given the time. <laughs> um, I have become curious recently if the Rainbow Bright greeting cards came out before the episodes or the dolls. Or if they came out at the same time. Fun fact from um, Michael Silvisher, it sound, the, the records were all recorded before the before Hayam Saban became involved with the television series. So the books on tape and oh, all Oh, that's that right. Was done because they didn't have before. all of the characters cast yet. Yeah. Which I and thought voice was actors. interesting. I thought they were released after. Yeah. I thought they were released after the show had already been out. And so what it sounds like is that the greeting card stuff was all done first. Because, yeah, I was looking at some of mine. Yeah. Like, I pulled out a bunch of my old greeting cards the other day just to look at the backs. Because, you know, now we're getting these new greeting cards. And they do show the production month and year. And I know back then they didn't show months. But I was like, well, maybe the year on the back will be the production year and not just the copyright year. I don't know. But they all said 1983. So that leads me to believe it was more just the copyright year and not necessarily also the production year. I don't know. We know that she was first, you know, developed in 82. So they could have released cards as early as 83. And I, from what I gathered, it sounds like, like they did, like she started off as, as the books and everything first. So I would assume that the cards and stuff came out first and then it just kind of built off of that. Uh, I would. Oh, good point. The books. Hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that because the coloring books are what I remember having first. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> but do you think the um, the other books would have come out around the same time? Because otherwise, how do you know what colors to color the characters if you've never seen them in color before? <laughs> well, the first ones that I saw was the Who's Who, and it had everybody on the cover. Oh, that's yeah. true. And it uh, mm. it had all the stories of the characters and all the plots of, you know, the basic plot or premise of the character was in the Who's Who coloring book. Uh, mm-hmm. What I really enjoy is if you have the first doll pamphlet 
that came with Rainbow Bright, all the other character stories involve the character in Rainbow Land, except for Rainbow Bright's first catalog book, where it involves a little girl and her Rainbow Bright doll. Oh, I did not know that. That will be a wonderful special that we can come out of, a mini that we can do uh, reading uh, that story for everybody. That would yes, be cool. that is a great idea. Love it. So yeah, there's still plenty of Rainbow Bright mysteries out there that we would love for you to solve, Kenneth. <laughs> Learn <laughs> German. So trying. Yes. What was that, Renee? Learn German. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I forgot about all the German okay, stuff. Okay, funny, funny story. So I was at PowerCon over the weekend, which is a He-Man and She-Ra convention. And this guy, Gunnar, who is German, from Germany, came over and did a panel about the He-Man and... Or was it She... No, maybe it was just He-Man. I don't know if they ever did She-Ra radio plays. Um, But they did do He-Man radio plays, just like the Rainbow Bright ones in Germany, by the same company, Europa. And Europa still exists. I did not know this. Because I swear oh. I tried to find them years ago. I never could. Um, and he's actually like, I think he's gone there and talked to people who work there and so forth. So he has some behind the scenes info on some of the people who worked there, who did voices and said that, yes, there was absolutely absolutely some overlap with people who worked on the He-Man tapes that also worked on Rainbow Bright. Like, I think the voice of Murky um, specifically was one voice actor who did both i would have to look that up again um but yeah so it was very very interesting i went to his panel just to get some you know background info on the he-man tapes that i could then apply to the rainbow bright tapes but he did say he went looking for the scripts at europa and they did not have them um i think he even said something about scripts or that they thought there were scripts for a couple of tapes that never actually got made so there may be stuff like that floating around for rainbow bright too i'm gonna get in touch with him again now that the convention is over and try to get some more info but yeah i might need to take some more german classes because nobody else is gonna do it for me i've got to get these stories translated (laughs) that's or just get my little nephew to do it when he gets a little older yeah (laughs) (laughs) But yes, um, at least as far as the American mysteries go, Kenneth, you are on the ball and I'm loving all the work you're putting into this. Um, You're kind of our Hollywood correspondent over there (laughs) because, you know, you're in this city where a lot of this happened and where a lot of these uh, celebrities still live and work. Um, So I love that you're getting the opportunity to interview them and go to the library and look up this info when we are hundreds of miles away and <laughs> such things nearly as often. Um, so that's fantastic. I'm so happy that you are getting in there and getting this info and getting it out to the fans. We are super, super appreciative for all of your efforts. I just want you to know. Oh, thank you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to do it. Like you guys, especially, like I said, you have been so, instrumental in in me being able to do this stuff because i mean even before hallmark was willing to get involved you guys were very helpful with 
giving me information and 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 photos and timelines and and people that has been so incredibly helpful. <laughs> Basically, what I was saying was just thank you guys for all of the effort you guys have put in and keeping the fandom alive and keeping us all connected with each other. It's made all of this so much easier. And I think it's one of the reasons why Paul has been so receptive with, with bringing out more, more product and more information because we, we want it. And I'm hoping that, you know, there'll be more. Like, I'm hoping for an official Blu-ray or DVD release of the film and the, the series, you know, since that has never come out. But, you know, I'm hoping for things like that because it's obvious for <laughs> uh, we've had horrible phone problems today. Well, I'm just I'm hoping that they'll they'll hear us and I'm hoping that they see that there is demand for it. So, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. is a, there is a, a fan demand beyond us. I mean, we're we're just mm-hmm. the loudest, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like. There's the color kids, and then there's the neon color kids. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good way to say it, yes. If we ever find out what their names are, that's us. (laughs) Well, it it makes me wonder if if they're alter egos. Are they alter egos of other characters? Because, um... I, the first one there looks like Rainbow, and the other one kind of looks like Shy if she was to let her hair down. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that the purplish one is like ultraviolet. Yeah. Yeah. How cool would that be? That would be cool. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that I can find out their names because it is. It was when she said that to me. I was like, Oh, you're gonna regret this because I have a million more questions now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, we are absolutely, we are absolutely looking forward to your article coming out with like bated breath. Thank you so much for giving us a preview of some of the things we are going to be looking forward to seeing and letting me and Renee see some of these pictures that I'm still dying over. (laughs) Every time I look at them, I squee again. Dude, what if they do a tickle pink and a moon glow double pack of itty bitties, but they make Stormy an online exclusive. That would be amazing. Oh my I would be. I. I would. I would. I would buy them all. Like I just. They that, better make would five be thousand of her. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stormy is. I want them to produce the Stormy like a replica of the Stormy twelve inch, because they did the prototype, yes. but that's it. And I'm like, if they did, I mean, even if they did a thousand. I'm sure that she would sell out immediately just because of the demand for that one particular character that we never got. And I've always kind of wanted to figure out why they went through all the trouble of the prototype and then nope. But it, from what I gathered from the people I've talked to, they kind of pulled the plug on the series very suddenly yeah, it's kind of like they, they pulled them early and then they were on top and everyone was very surprised that the series was ending and it was heartbroken because everyone was so in love with what they were doing. 
and um, it was very disheartening to everyone involved. Could have been, could have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that should be like the theme song for Rainbow Friday. Yeah. Tiffany's could have been. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. But you know what? It, I think they're trying to make up for that now. And I'm yeah, super and impressed I'm with glad. everything they're doing. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, let's keep that momentum up. Keep it bright, colorful, happy, hopeful. And, yeah, we are certainly not giving up hope anytime soon on Rainbow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, uh, before we uh, end this episode, I, I thought maybe we would uh, ask a question of, you know, with everything that you've discovered, um, is there anything that you particularly are looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to probably the, the completion of the itty-bitties. Um, I'm really, really hopeful that we'll get Canary and Lala and then hopefully Moonstorm, maybe even Emergy, you know. Um, really hoping to get a complete set of those because I have them I have them all lined up in order. <laughs> Which awesome. is left for the other ones to go. But I'm I'm very much looking to to completing the collection and just seeing where they go, you know, that there's probably more cards and, and books and things that they're doing and, and I know that there's there's more stuff out there. Um but not necessarily this is exactly what's coming. But I know that there's going to be a lot more. I'm, I'm just anxious to see where they're taking it and what they're doing because it is quite. It's quite nice to see her being again. Just a dog. I swear. Oh, it's it's lovely. Well, I myself am personally looking forward to you actually finishing uh, Rainbow Land. Can't wait to hear it. Oh, yeah, I should have said that, too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're just ignoring me. I'll just, I'll just go with what they're doing. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, that is something I'm, I'm very ecstatic for. I should get the, de- the music within the next couple of, of weeks. My producer's kind of jam-packed at the moment. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And then when I do, when I start for fly, that'll be one of the ones I break out. I know my saying what are you thinking uh, it is one that I'm looking forward to doing just because it's for me it holds such resonance and they're a bright part of my childhood so I'm, I'm hoping as long as Lois likes it I will I will release it because it's something that is obviously so personal to her that if she I want to make sure she feels like I've done it justice before I'm like here world um, <laughs> so, and that's something that for me, that's amazing that I'm getting to, to talk with songwriters and I've worked with a couple of songs that just the original and you such a huge idol, um, wonderful woman, super, just amazing. She's all super kind and super, and so to be working with all of these people, not that I work with her, but some songwriters that have done so much that have meant so much to me. It's 
it's surreal. It, it's just such a amazing feeling, and I cannot wait to. <laughs> yes. Yay! So, uh, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us again. We are very, look, very much looking forward to that article. It should be out within the next week, We'd, and so should this episode. Making sure that Murky Dismal doesn't try to steal the feed again, <laughs> like he's been doing. We have been sabotaged this entire episode. I swear. Totally. <laughs> Darn <Porter>. it, Murky. <laughs> <laughs> but um, until uh, our next episode, make sure to visit thebrightcast.com. Our Facebook page is Brightcast. Uh, Kenneth, do you have anything you want to plug? Your website. Um. I just have the Facebook Kenneth Music. <laughs> Keep an eye out there for all new things. Okay. Also, make sure to follow RainbowBright.net or RainbowBrightNet on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I am RainbowBright.co on uh, Instagram and Facebook, but I'm RainbowBrightUK on Twitter because someone took the other name. But we're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Until our next episode, everybody. Ready? Have a rainbow Have day. Have a rainbow day. Have a rainbow day. Woohoo. Oh, you had to be the odd <laughs> one out, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lucy, I missed it. <laughs>